Hey, YouTubers and friends, how are all of you doing this fine Tuesday night? Good to see all of you. Uh, tonight, Toledo Jazz and Dano and I have Daniel Reed of Reed's Rigs with us. He's out of South Carolina, makes a really cool gadget using the best mat available on the market uh so without any further ado let's get into this hoodoo hey youtubers and friends thanks for joining us for another episode of tuesday night hangout live with toledo jess gano the treasure vixens and i <laughs> oh baby you never know you never know <laughs> he sneaks you in like that sometimes dano sometimes good evening toledo jazz dano what's up Daniel. what's up evening. okay thanks thanks jaren jaren had a little hiccup on the chat too i'm trying to i'm trying to say hi to everybody but Air, 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 air. Might air. have to refresh. No, no, it's working now. Oh, it was, it was a glitch. A YouTube glitch. A Ringo. Glitch in the Matrix, bro. I know. Mary Heath Midas David Bia. It's good to see all of you. Uh, very right. first one was Tin Man Metal Detail. Magnet Fishing, our buddy Will. Jim, Smith Gold, LBPA for life. What's up? Two toes, if you're lurking in the gold room. Metal Sharks, good to see you. Nice, Jeff Otworth has returned. Prodigal Son has come home. Good Jeff. to see you, What's Jeff. What's up, Jeff? Mr. Ria. Uh, Damon, West Coast Prospecting, good to see ya. Um, we have Otis Ferris, Pacific Northwest is representing. I mm. notice a lot of Canada is in the house tonight. Honk, honk. Some Carolina, Carolinans in the house. California and Kansas. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, everyone. Good man. Daniel, how's it going? The it's hell is that? Man, it's going as fast as my thumb can go. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have a rough week, aren't you? We're gonna be. We're getting ready to get hit up here in the in the Midwest. The white death comes. Yes, first and the foremost from wetness. Get your bread, milk, and eggs because you got to have French toast when you're snowed in. Too late, dude. Don't up here, it's too cocoa. late. <laughs> it's too late up here in Toledo, man. The stores are the stores are empty. All the milk, the bread, the eggs are gone. They done bought it all out. Yep, yep. Rudy was telling me people are coming to get twenty loaves of bread. Jeez. <laughs> Gold Finders Prospecting from Alabama. Welcome, Eric. Welcome, How are you? Eric. 
Eric looks for gold too. Higher twelve inches in Northeast Ohio. That that's why biscuits and gravy are better. I heard oh, a yeah. little more than that in West Central Ohio, Jeff. Is that uh, true? Up, up Northeast Ohio, that's been what seventeen inches now. They're calling for seventeen inches, up to twenty-four inches, uh, um, with the wind and and gust in the drifts. Yeah, up to twenty-four inches. They're saying. Who knows? They're a weatherman. They never get it right. <laughs> What's up, Dennis? Oh, more than that, and, Jeff. Uh, yeah. Jersey Ray, hey. good to see you, Rage. Dennis, Rachel, how you doing? Uh, Rose, if you can hear us, hang in there. Yeah, yeah. Rose, Rose, is, Rose is doing the snow thing tonight. Night. Blizzard delight. <laughs> Rosie, uh, Rosie the Riveter, the Magnet Fisher is dispatched Dispatch is tonight. tonight. So yep. she won't be here. She, she might be in chat later. She's gonna try and be in chat. So everybody say practical hi. Ken again. I still question. Did you that. see a practical Ken? Good show with you the other night. On Thursday, Thursday, I believe it was, with our friend Shane from Ohio River History. Good guy. He was at Flash Bash, him and Nick. Wayne, Nugget Brain, Peterson, how are you tonight? 34 people in chat, only 24. Oh, right. Oh. Well, here, let me fix that. What the flip? Uh, what the you flip? You still haven't liked I, it yet, Jesse? Yes, I liked it. Okay. I used to like it before. Out of, out of, out of peer pressure. Strictly out of, out of peer pressure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> out of bed pressure. Yeah. Flash pressure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get What's up? JP, say hi to the missus and the bulldogs. Yep. Uh, that background is the stamp mill at Crisson Mine in Dahlonega, Georgia. It's the only operating stamp mill in Georgia. Now, unfortunately, uh, we didn't get to watch it operate. It's a 10-stamp mill and Daniel's flash in the croissant mine uh, sticker. Uh, Tammy and Tony are really good people. Their daughters are really good kids. Uh, if you're ever in Dahlonega, check out croissant mine. They have a cool outdoor museum, a, a cool little prospecting store and rock shop. Really, yeah, and if you do, old. if you do go into that store, you check out all the cool stuff they got. They got a lot of cool equipment in there, they got a cool painting area. Yeah, whisper in Tammy's ear, she should come on our show. Yeah, yeah, whisper, whisper, Tammy. Uh, we come heard on our about show. you from flashing your pan Tuesday night hangout live. Should, Absolutely, should be on their show. It's We've actually not met like Tammy. They never asked you. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we Ed and I met Tammy when we were down there 
Really nice. Very nice lady. Do not. Actually, I dare somebody in our chat room that goes down there and challenge her. Challenge her into a speed (laughs) painting competition. Yeah, go ahead. I dare you. (laughs) I dare you. Kevin Hoagland. I dare you. Hey, Deej, how you doing? Yeah, go ahead, Kevin. Kevin's fast. Kevin's fast. Kevin Hoagland's fast. You know, he's a fast painter. Oh, he's a hell of a lot faster of a painter oh, than Dennis Stage. Well, yeah. How <laughs> gold sticks in a pan. That's what Kevin proves to you. How gold right. sticks in the pan. Yeah. But she does that with a metal pan, no ridges, no nothing. <laughs> Srip. There's the misses and the bulldogs. Yeah, there she is. Trip 63. Mountaineer Michael. How's it? It's good. It's Tuesday night, my favorite night. Get to hang out with me amigos and have really killer guests on and talk about what we love. Golden treasure, eh? Right. That's what we do here. Gold treasure, new products. Uh, re-engineered products, uh, yeah. innovations, Marlin. different forms of treasure hunting, all kinds of stuff. Tonight we have we have a new innovation too. Right, yes. right, a double whammy, and maybe, yeah. maybe, just for you gold pervs out there, oh, we might gold even have some gold. We, we have gold perv. We have gold pervs in our. Chat yeah, I, I'm sitting to next to three of them. <laughs> Four, including me. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'll admit it. <laughs> Frederick Romano, Meyer Video, Meyer Videos. How are you doing, Marlon? The Heavy Meadow Detective. Good to see you all here. So. How long have you been prospecting, Daniel? Uh, say, I think about 15 years. Yeah? Yeah. What got you into prospecting? When I was, I think I was 18 years old, I attended a church in Dallas, North Carolina, and the the pastor's dad, he liked to go gold pan, and after church one day, the pastor came to me and, uh, he asked me if I would uh, mind driving his dad uh, to a nearby creek to pan for gold because his dad was was elderly and uh, well, you know, couldn't see real good and it didn't feel like it was safe for him to drive. So I, I said I would do that. And so I took uh, took the old man out there and watched him pan. And uh, the creek was called Crowder's Creek in Kings Mountain, North Carolina. And uh, just watched the old man pan and uh, – didn't really think anything about it. Just kind of enjoyed the creek and enjoyed nature. And years later, I had an office job. I was I was on my lunch break, uh, sitting in front of the computer screen, and that memory came back to me. And uh, I typed in the uh, the computer where to find gold in Cherokee County. That was the county that I lived in in uh, South Carolina, and took off from there. Started watching YouTube and uh, doing some research on how to how to uh how to start panning and, and uh getting into right. gold mine. 
So that's what triggered it. The the pastor's dad. His name was Naki. That's where it came from. So having seen him pan like that, and then later on coming back to it, um, well, you know what 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 was it that really kicked you off into doing this, especially especially now? Well, you I'd uh, I'd heard about gold being in the area and stuff, and uh, right. I, I don't know, just something made me go think of that memory of him panning in that creek when I was a teenager, and uh just a little spark went off in my head and I started doing some research on the computer and, and learning some information and everything and took it from there. I mean, were you bored at work or what? <laughs> yeah, I was bored. I, I, I would always, always look for hobbies and things that, you know, try to try to be productive. Right. And so, so are you, are you a, a member at any clubs? I was a member of Weekend Gold Miners Club, but I don't, uh -huh. I'm not now. Uh, I I'm not. Right. Other than that, I've never been a member of a GPAA or anything like that. I, uh, right, right. I just been a wild gold hunter for the most part. I enjoyed the. Well, you know that's 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 the thing that I always push too. You know, from people who's just started off, uh, start off by joining a local club. You know, people around your area, because that's where you're going to learn where you're your gold is in your area i mean I, uh, you know. when i first started mining i didn't uh i didn't even hardly use the uh like social media like i do now i my first right. gold pan was a walk from walmart i went to walmart and took the handle off of a walk because i'd read read online that when the chinese came to uh california that they panned with their walk and uh, that was my first gold pan was a walk from Walmart. And I built my own equipment. I didn't go buy anything. I made a fluid box, like a bazooka gold trap. That was my first, uh, yeah. first piece of mining equipment. And I built it out of a flower pot and made like a fluid <laughs> bed trap in it and actually caught gold with it. So it was probably a year or two after I started prospecting that I actually bought my uh, first sluice box. And I still have that sluice box today. I actually turned it into my... 2.5 dredge it was yeah. a, a sluice box for martin prospect here in uh that, that, you know i mentioned that earlier too in pre-show about how miners have a tendency to to do that with their equipment they'll buy a new piece of equipment and and tweak, tweak it to it. suit them yeah tweak it they're gonna tweak it <laughs> miners are a bunch of tweakers That's a good yeah but uh but or or repurpose them you know find another use for it I mean, like when you go to the to Menards or or Tractor Supply, and every everything you look at, you look at and you go, "How can I use that to prospect or go? You know, <laughs> you know. So yeah, we're we're crazy like that. I did get a so, little bit of training. I went up to Thermal City, and uh, there was a the owner. His name was Lloyd up in North Carolina. Yeah. Now, but I would go up there and just talk to him for hours and. And uh, pick his brain. He would pull out old mining books from the 1800s and show me um, all kinds of places down here and and how much of uh like one of the mines I go to. He would show me in there. I told him the name of it, and it was like sixty sixty uh dollars per ton or per yard. They was pulling out and uh, just all kinds of useful information that old man would would uh, share with me and teach me. 
And as the years went by, I got more into social media, got on Facebook and different things. For a long time, I was just kind of a lone miner. I kind of kept to myself and right. prospected and learned. You know, I went up to Thermal City and talked to Lloyd, but I didn't really mess with many people. But then I started meeting on social media other miners and stuff as the years went by and uh, learned a lot from them, too. One of them was uh, Rob Mitchum down in Abbeville. I went down there and met him. He's a, uh, I think he's been prospecting and mining for over 45 years. And uh, he's kind of my teacher and mentor, and I learned a lot from him. These rigs that I build, um, he's the one that actually came up with and invented them. I went yeah. down there years ago, and he showed me, uh, uh, he called it the silent fleet. And uh, they were little bucket rigs, kind of like what I make, except they had uh, these poop tubes. I still have the first two that I originally built. These were the sluice boxes that hooked to the bucket, and we would use those with a bilge pump and a battery and mine gold. Right. Well, I noticed they were missing, that gold was you know, getting past this system. So I started experimenting with other catch systems in the rigs. That was Dreamat was one of them. And I started- pretty much a, You pretty much follow the same path as a lot of us do. You start off getting interested in it and then start building equipment, start improving on equipment, start Changing equipment to suit you, right? So as as you as you process that, you come up with this thing, the reed rig. Reed rig, yes. There's I yes. make uh, four different rigs: the big bubba, the bucket rig, the ninja rig, and uh, I've got a little bubba that I'm working on now. Also, a sound wave separator. I've, come up with a uh, machine that uh, uses sound to separate gold. Yeah. So the, the Ninja rig, that was your first one though, right? No, the bucket rig is the is the one that is the base of them all. The Ninja rig. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, Rob, he, he showed me, introduced me to the rigs and I kind of took, took his idea with his blessing and made it to where it was uh, sellable. Uh, you know, where it could be put on the market. For other people right. to buy it. first people would uh would ask me to give them the blueprints or tell them how to build it and uh i would give them you know try to help them for free i would send them videos and, and try to help them build it and this couldn't seem to get it right and it would i don't know it would aggravate me it would take a lot of my time but <laughs> finally i just said the heck with it if you want one of these things it's here for sale right uh, some two things well, several things that I did that were a little different than Rob's is my rigs, they have a battery holder in it where you can stick the battery in it and they have long legs that pivot. Um, that's for running in deep water. You can take these out to a river or uh, mount them on a kayak or a raft and you can run in deep water. That's one of the things that, the, that these things can do that a lot of other pieces of, of equipment can't do. Is that they can run almost anywhere from a creek, a river, a puddle, recirculate. Another thing that I did was added a vortex inside of it, which kind of, I don't know, it gave it an awesome pre-wash. That water spins around inside of the rig and makes a, right. uh, a vortex. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of different miners added ideas to these like peter norvac this was his idea to put a mat inside of it to catch the gold and uh there's just been a lot of different different miners that have uh helped 
turn this into what it is today these different rigs that's why they're so powerful because a lot of uh, really good miners some of them are legends and have been mining for a long time have all put uh little pieces into the rig to make them what they are right they're built by miners for miners and so you build these all by hand yourself right yes every one of them i built by hand in this gold room except for two Frank Ford came and helped me build two that went up to Alaska. Ah. He's, he's were those a special guys. build or were they just? No, the no special build. We I do uh I do custom builds. Like if somebody wants a certain kind of mat in the rig or whatever, I can I can do that. Like a cake D. Some people want a cake D in their uh in their sluice instead of a micro. I can do that. Um but other than that, no, they were just rigs just like these. These that's one thing about these rigs is they can they can run almost anywhere. It doesn't matter what kind of circumstances or what kind of gold you come up against, you can take one of these rigs if you've got it with you and tackle it and come out on top. Even no pump, even recirculating. That bucket rig right there is one of the best um no pump rigs I've ever seen. I mean, so you just pour water into it? You can if your if your battery dies or something happens to your pump, you can take your overflow and simply connect it into your feed and take a gold pan or a small bucket, put your material in there, fill this up, classify, and you'll have more. You'll have time for that stuff to run. And you just keep it's slower, but it works. Yeah. You can run that and it saves your yeah. back too. The only rigs that I've seen out there that are catered to like uh, disabled veterans or people with handicaps or just people with a bad back because they stand up high and you still don't have to bend over. Like still got a shovel. Still got a shovel, right, but you don't yeah, have to you bend still got a shovel. It takes out the classifying and the uh, right. even the sluice and stuff there. And you're not restricted to flowing water like a sluice. So you can run anywhere. The gold's not always, you know, in the flowing water. I still use sluices, but this these rigs here that this is something you can keep in the truck that it doesn't matter where you go or what kind of situation you run into. If you have one of these rigs, you can mine. So you know, uh, everybody knows the more dirt you run, the more material you run, the more gold you're going to get. So what right. kind of uh, what kind of uh, feed rate do you have on that? What what uh, what are you thinking you can run? You know, in a day's time. I uh, I've never actually calculated it, but I've run a, a lot of different equipment, small high bankers, and the the rigs aren't made to to outrun like a medium to to good size high banker or a dredge. Okay. Or anything like that. All right. But, okay. But they will outrun a sluice in most circumstances, a sluice box. Um, sure. They will outrun small high bankers, and the catch rate in these rigs is phenomenal because of the uh, the vortex catch system that up there, the pre wash. If you're in clay or something like that, it just chews through it, and it really separates the particles in there and captures the gold better than a lot of the uh, more expensive, like little high bankers and stuff like that because of right. uh, the Any, Yeah, right. Anytime, anytime you can get that, you get a good 
washing action on your material before it actually runs down. Anytime you can get it separated to its smallest particles before it comes down your sluice can make a big difference. So, you know, yeah, the fact that you got it. Go ahead. A lot of people that have bought these rigs from me have been amazed in the material that they can move. And if yeah, some of them that sure. I took out mine and are just in awe of, of the amount of material and the, they're like, how long can you run it without it being cleaned out? I'm like, you can run it all day. And right. Because it does, like, it does have, it does have a uh, cream mat in it. So right. it makes, it makes a difference as to your, uh, the, the length of time between cleanups. I, I think I've sold um, anywhere from 150 to 200 of these rigs since I've got started. And I've always offered a 100% money back guarantee on all of them. And I've never cool. had one turn. And I don't think I've ever had a complaint on any of the rigs. I have Good. about four in Alaska. I have, think, I think, two in Canada. I have one in uh, Dominican Republic. I have one in Australia. And the rest of them are scattered throughout the U.S. And I've never had that I can recall one complaint or uh, one return on the rig. You've got one in the Dominican? Yes. That is. Ooh, that's cool. And he loves it. Maybe it's a Jason, is it? No, no. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> There's um, more than one gold miner in Dominican. I guess. I know. I only know one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> So, you know, you know, how many, you know, you got, uh, I, I'm out in California and someone goes, oh, you're from Toledo. You know, so-and-so. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, you know, when I look at your rig, and, and I haven't even touched on this, when I look at your rig, I, to me, the like the weakest part seems to be the the legs, the hinge where the legs are attached. Right. How does how does that how is do those fold up or or what? They just uh, seem like they're really awkward looking to me. Okay, well a lot of people struggle with this, and uh, and here's what I tell them in some of the videos that I do on uh, Facebook and YouTube. On the rig, you'll have a sticker that comes with it, and this is a picture of me running a ninja rig in a creek nearby here, and this is the proper setup. You want the legs slightly spayed. And when I'm out in the creek, I usually put rocks around them just to kind of lock them in place. If you're in sand, you can jab them down in there. But that's the proper setup of the rig right there. I don't know if you can see that sticker or not. Uh, I'm top a little bit. You can center it a little bit better there. Almost at it. <laughs> yeah, that's the setup. Just like it is sitting here on this table. That's what right, you want. So a lot of people have it spread out too far. But they're, they're hinged like this for a reason because all terrain's not even. Right. And that's why they move in and out is to get the rig level like that. But eventually, you know, what's holding them in place? What's holding them in place are these uh, brackets right here. And then you've got a, a PVC T on there that move that swivel. And, and the only thing that's glued is this part. None of this is glued. And you can put extensions on these legs too. It comes like this with an extension to make it longer. Oh, okay. Twice as tall, so it's your the rig sitting up waist high. But they're very strong. I've got pictures of the ninja rigs, any of the rigs with big rocks sitting on them and stuff. They're built tough. I mean, they're 
they'll hold the weight. And like I said, that just that just when I look at it, there just seems to be like a weak point there. But hey, if you've corrected it, you've corrected it. You've taken care of it. So that's well, I mean, good. They, they work fine like they are, but the eventually over time, um, the rigs will become better. They'll be manufactured uh, professionally. These these right here are like they're going to be like collectors' items or something one day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah someone someone's gonna someone will call you up. Hey, Daniel. All you got to do is do this, and these things lock into place, and you got nothing to worry about. Actually, <laughs> I'm gonna gonna merge with another with a bigger company or something. I see it coming yeah. where they can produce these things uh, more efficiently and uh, make them more professional. I'm doing the best I can in my gold room out here, right? Making stuff from Lowe's and Home Depot and and gotcha. certain things that I have to order just to build, you know, what I, the best that I can do the best yep and they work awesome uh one of the prototypes that i built for these rigs i ran it for a couple of years and it was just one bucket um and it still i gave it to chad with deep woods and he's still running it today so they hold up believe it or not yeah. they're pretty tough and uh the the ones that i build and sell it's two buckets put together so the plastic twice as thick on See if I see any if I missed any questions here. Handmade in America. Yeah, they're handmade in America. <laughs> right here in South Carolina. Yeah, in South Carolina and built in South Carolina one at a time by me. Yep. And right something else cool about should. something else really cool about these rigs that a lot of people don't know is uh like if you're out dredging or whatever, you can hook them up to your dredge uh, on the on the side of most pumps, even a high backer pump, uh, the water outlet. You can attach these rigs uh, to your dredge or uh, or high back. Like if you've got a buddy that's mining with you and you want to move some material out there while they're dredging, or uh, even even run your dredge cons. These things are awesome uh, concentrators. Okay. I've got a couple. What's up, Barry? I see Chef Barry's in the house. Hey, Shane. How are you? Ohio River history. So you you see in the future of going in with the bigger company. Yeah, that's uh, all I'm going to say right now. I don't want to go too much into detail about it, but yeah, there's right. some, some ideas and some plans in the works. It's not oh, going to be me. That's cool. Anything. So it's something that's already been approached to you by, huh? There's there's some moves being made towards it. I'll put it that way. Yeah, wouldn't want to say nothing before it's set in stone. Right. right. There's a lot that's got to happen. Luck. Now... <laughs> You get out as much as possible. If you if you had, he's out all the time, Ed. He's out right. almost every day. Well, he's not doing live videos and stuff. <laughs> um, if expense wasn't an issue or time, where would you want to go most to prospect? That's a hard question to answer because there's a lot of places that I want to go to try to prospect before I would make that decision. Like 
one of my dreams is to go to New Zealand uh, out there in mine with Jeff King. Um, one of my dreams is to travel the world in mine and a lot of countries that. Well, there's, there's no limit. I mean, <laughs> you don't have a limit. You can do whatever you want. What's the one thing you'd want to do? Go to China. I want to go to China and prospect. Go to China? China, yeah. China, New Zealand, Australia. I believe I so, Dennis, but I'll ask Daniel. You do use a banjo pin in your system with a micromat, right? Yes, uh, two of my rigs use a banjo pan, the bucket rig and the ninja rig. The Big Bubba uses a custom sluice made by Creighton Metalworks. And the new rig that I'm doing testing with now has the mini Bubba, the baby Bubba, uses a three-inch wide sluice from Creighton Metalworks. You got it with Creighton, huh? Yeah, he's been building some sluices for me for the big cool. bubble room. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, baby bubble. All aluminum sluices. But yes, I use the banjo pan. Um, wonderful, wonderful invention, Mike Pug. I, I like the banjo pan, the rigs, but I don't like it for panning. I've tried it for panning, and I'll probably get a lot of flack for saying this. I don't. I just, I like a regular old gold pan. Uh, I've talked to you. know, Ed's the one, you know, Ed's the one that developed that use like that for that pan, for that yep. banjo pan. It was a beta tester for the banjo pan. And when he got it, it was wintertime, so he couldn't go out, but he figured out another way to use it. And he got with Mike Pong and they determined how to set that up. Well, I know the ramp, if it's level, it's at the right pitch. And and I didn't like gold panning with it personally, and especially in a panning tub in your shop, you know, because like Jeff Williams will say, you're going (laughs) to get wet. Um, So, so, um, I, I set it up as a recirculating system, and that's how all my feedback was for my beta testing for the bit for the banjo pan was all in my shop, all in a tub, all on a recirculating system. And Mike Pun will talk about it during broadcasts, during gold shows and stuff. And I give them a hard time because I switched Dream Mad into my gold cubes, my banjo pans, pretty much everything. everything. And er, actually in everything. And uh, the last time we had a booth, besides working in the panning zone, I had a gold cube all set up with Dream Mad. I had a banjo pan all set up with micromat and Mike Pugs walks right by me and I'm like, oh, you don't hate me, do you, Mike? He's like, no. <laughs> Speaking of dream, Matt, what's up, David? David's in the house. David Peterson, how are you? I sent you a message earlier on Facebook, David. Uh, I just got home from the snowstorm. Sounds good. We're getting ready to get ours. 
getting ready to get ours. I'm sure Northwest Montana has lots of snowstorms. <laughs> snow so is it, nothing new. Right. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Um, going to ask you about your YouTube. You're, you're doing a lot of, uh, well, actually, you're doing a lot of Facebook videos, I noticed. You put yeah. this up on yeah. YouTube also? Yeah, I recently started a uh, YouTube channel because a lot of people kept telling me, you know, why don't you do YouTube? Why don't you do YouTube? I'm like, well, I don't need to because I have so many friends that do it and I'm all, all over their YouTubes. And well, you I don't could. Know do instructional I have and other I, things I have uh started putting some of those out I went a little crazy on one of them and got in too much detail on, uh, <laughs> my bucket rig build and got some bad flack about that so I had to delete that one um I'm bad about telling too much sometimes it's too much. <laughs> yeah there's, there's a few out there like that sure um yeah, you know, another thing too, like 10, 15 minutes. You know, people minor, don't have minor, uh, All my videos, I, I think my longest one I'm looking at them now is like almost seven minutes. None of them are really that long. Yeah, those are good. We got short attention spans. <laughs> yeah, I do too. You know, tell me quick and let me move on. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I've got, uh, let's see, 70 subscribers, and it's Daniel Reed is my YouTube. That's it right this there. Daniel Reed, huh? Uh, I have a link to Daniel's YouTube channel uh, pinned to the top of the live chat. Um, let's, if we could, I'd love it if we could get him to 100 subscribers. That's, that would be nice. That's 30 of you to push them to a hundred. All of you know out there how hard it is just to get to that first hundred. Well, not all of you. Some of you blow up overnight, but you know, most of you. Are a few, isn't there? Aren't there? Oh, there's got, yeah, there should, there's enough of us in here. If you haven't subscribed. Yeah, yeah there should. Although this is not, this is not a, uh, subscribe for subscribe channel no, no by all means but uh, but we will help out a guest yeah i mean I, thank you um i also have two facebook groups one is southeastern dredge testers and the other one is utah gold prospectors how i became a minister or in charge of that group i'm still trying to figure it out but i am <laughs> I <have no> clue. <laughs> but i am i have been for a while all my friends that I've I've had joined the group, they're like, when are we going to Utah? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> People on there are asking me when we're having a group day. I'm like, I don't know. I guess I've got to right. go to Utah. Eventually. All our friends in Utah says there's no gold there. We know they lie. Right, there's no gold. Utah. There must be. <laughs> it, it's all in the Josephine mine, I guess. Or or on the Mormon church. The the or any, anywhere thing. or Anywhere Jared's digging a basement. Right, right. <laughs> but nowhere else. Nowhere else. Right. That's what they all tell and he, us. And he takes a, hey, what's up, Jim? Video college show. What's up, stranger? 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just saw said hi to me. <laughs> Hello, SDI and MVP Joe. Uh, SDI Prospecting. Welcome. And let's see. Here's my nugget. Uh oh. All Gold right. Porn. Gold, Gold porn. porn for Gold. all you treasure pervs. Belly up and enlarge your screens. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's hands on the table. Three Focusing on your beard. Wild Ooh. South Carolina gold. Stand behind it. Cup your hand behind it. Nope. I like that wild gold. Yep. Calling wild gold. Ripples in my four inch keen dream dredge. Right out of the river. That's nice. 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 Mm, nice candy, Red says. Probably never sell that nugget. Never. Oh, well, hey. For I so got three rare, like that. So rare. I've never seen anybody find one that big out here. Well, yeah, so what about another? Reed Mine? Wasn't there so big they used it as a doorstop? Oh, yeah. I wish I was kin to that, Reed. <laughs> Oh, I think he's the R-E-U-D. I'm the R-E-I-D. David wants to know if that's his birthday nugget. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your birthday, David? I guess yeah. I'll have to send you the next one. Watch it be bigger than that one. Oh, Lord. Yeah, right. He said the next one, Dave. The next one. Hold him to it. Tell, hey, David, I'll take you to where I found it and let you run the five-inch that I got. There you go. There you yeah. go. Hey, I'll go with you. Will you? Come on. So, hey, we've been down there. Yeah, we, uh, I want to get Daniel, down there again, too. Uh, yeah, Daniel's got a video. Is it, you, Daniel's got the video of the, uh, the uh, Thermal City Five? Uh, I have one, oh. too. <clears throat> yeah, check out those videos. We're down there at Thermal City. But I'd rather get somewhere off of, like, Lucky Strike or Thermal City or Vane Mountain. Yeah, I'd rather go somewhere private. <laughs> yeah, it's it's open to the public. This place where I found the nugget, it's it's on the broad. Oh river, yeah, but it's, uh, really. It's oh, further cool. south. Yeah, it's no David, place. David Villa says, "Let's all go." Yeah, I mean, we can. This yeah. spot, we could. There's room for every dredge in North and South Carolina, and still have some room left over that river. <laughs> So while we're we're looking, is we're, that we're where Peter for... dredges a lot at on that oh, yeah, big river? When we have the big dredge camps. That's where we go. Where oh, right okay, up. okay, right on. And they're all free. I mean, it doesn't cost them anybody anything. Right. I'd like to prospect with him and and sleazy sometime. I miss his videos. Yeah, he's hard to find. He's like a ninja out here. He's <laughs> he creeps up on me sometimes. I'll be out mining, and he creeps up on me. <laughs> he's out. He's busy prospecting, mining. Yeah. David Mia says, "Flash, flash, destination." Uh, you never know. 
If I had the money in my way, it'd be in all different places every year. Oh, wait, it is in different places every year. Okay, in Ohio. let me rephrase that. Different states every year. Yes. But... <laughs> Prospector Paul. Welcome. And, and David said yesterday can be his birthday. Ah, well, happy birthday, David Peterson. It's not. He said it can be, though. Uh, <laughs> well, so early or late man. birthday, David. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Prospector Paul? So you're now that you're on YouTube, are you doing are you gonna do all your YouTube videos as like uh educational type? I'm trying to get more. I was trying to uh do get into some effects and stuff and all that, but I got a lot of flack from that because some of the videos that I that I made, they were just they had I went overboard with the effects and uh people were saying it made <laughs> you got you got too creative. <laughs> I got too crazy with it. So well, uh, do what you like and do what's more. fun for you and someone will always find a way to try and keep an eagle from flying. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I try to I'm gonna try to do more educational stuff and uh I don't know, more family oriented uh things and uh just kinda try to do what's been done for me, help teach prospecting and uh try to get the right mindset out there like miners rule something he said that uh on on a podcast that he was on kind of stuck with me and, and it's true um like prospecting is a is a is a good hobby for a lot of people because it's something productive and it has helped get you know keep keep a lot of people off drugs and different things you know that that can destroy their lives so it's really a positive thing in, in a lot of people's lives it gives them something to do something to focus on and it's not just about the gold. It's about getting out there, having a good time, learning and enjoying nature, getting exor exercise and fellowshipping sometimes with other miners and, and just, uh, having a good work ethic and a positive mindset. And it, and for a lot of people, it helps them when they have like mental, mental issues or uh, drug problems or something and they're trying to recover from it or even veterans that have that. Have that's maybe that's what I push. From, I push uh, the, the therapy part of yeah. uh, for veterans, especially. Um, right, it's just something that we do. We do. We do uh, take a vet, take a vet prospecting. We have a project that where we take veterans out that that never prospected, and uh, teach them how to pan, how to look for gold, how to run some equipment. Just get them outside in the woods, out in the stream, and. You know, get them off off the stuff that's going on, yeah. You know, in their minds. My so yeah, we we we're into that too, big time. My my mentor and teacher, he's a a, a Navy veteran, and uh, a lot uh, of the guys that I that I mine with prospector are veterans. Uh, and uh, it's just it's a great thing. It's it's a it's a it's one of the most productive hobbies that I've ever been introduced in my life right well you know i uh 
when I first started, you know, I, I enjoyed painting and just working the material and, you know, zoning out into that, right? And, I, and that was cool. Then I got, then I found Dream Hat and I, got, I find myself zoning on the cells working. And I just, you know, I'm, I'll stand there for a long time, just watch that Dream Mat work. <laughs> this was my introduction to Dream Mat. I was skeptical of it at first. And years ago, back before it was popular uh, in the Southeast here, um, I think I was one of the first to like try it or whatever. And I put this in one of the rigs just to see, you know, if it would get past the moss and the vortex and the uh, conveyor belt matting and the other catch system that uh, that I had in there. And I started catching gold in this little pocket sluice. And I said, well, maybe there's really something to this. And so I started incorporating it in the rigs and went to the micro mat and the banjo. That's when I introduced it to the rig. Right. And it just took off from there. So, so, so Dave, Dave, Dave wants to know uh, if that nugget made it past the Jarvine Ripple. It never made it past it. In no. The I've got it on film and pictures. Yeah. They just stopped it. Uh, and Paul's listening tonight, too. He just texted me, said he's listening. Paul uh, Jarvis All right. Yes, Paul Jarvis, yes. He's listening. Right on. Right on. He's probably oh. busy making some awesome he's equipment bending. in the shop. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Dude never stops. <laughs> you all, Paul. And that's uh, kind of like a dream mat is something different, like something revolutionary in the mining industry because the, the hog mat and, and all the different, the they're just basically the same thing over and over again, just different variations of it. But dream mat was actually something, something new, something different, like the rig like the rigs that I build. Um, so they go hand in hand. They kind of, they're different. You know, they work. They're great. They're just something kind of, something a little different than the same old, same old. Well, like right. we've told David right. before, you know, he needs to keep up the great work because if we find something with better goal recovery, we'll be definitely working it. But yeah, I, there, there's that. a reason why I've turbocharged every piece of equipment I have down to my banjo pan that takes a type of mat. And that's because it works. Yep. Yeah. It's in everything that I own and run personally. And Dream Mat is in everything that I build, except there, for my sandwich. Uh, it's not. It sound like me. Yeah. Yeah, and if you if you ever look at any of my videos on That's YouTube, right, I, I push I, I push people who build their equipment around Dream Mat. You know, I I you know I gave a shout big old shout out to Ron from uh, Ron for the Hills Mining yeah. Creek Critter, he, River Raider. Critter, right? Yeah, Luke same with Paul. <laughs> I got one of Paul's, Paul's first. I got one of Paul Jarvis's uh, first uh, mini six uh, cleanup sluices. I ran that. I love that thing. That thing is my yeah. that's yeah. my that's my favorite cleanup sluice over anything else. Is that little mini six? You know, and, and I think a lot of it has to do with the paint job. <laughs> 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 well, here. The, the paint job is so cool. It's, it's 
it's a powder coating, but when when I put my material on on that that slick plate, the last thing to leave that slick plate is the gold. So I get to watch the gold drop into the first row of cups, and that is so cool, you know. So yeah, uh, his equipment is good. Ron's equipment is good. Um, Luke, dude. I, 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 Right. I saw uh, somebody questioned uh, why Dream Man only comes in certain sizes when all the rest of the industry has a multitude of sizes of sluice boxes, right? Uh, especially like, the, well, they're all different. Uh, and the, 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 the problem is when you get a, a 10 inch sluice from other companies, that 10 inch is measured on the outside. The inside is always going to be different because of radius and thickness of the metal. So I like the fact that you can just take your green mat, cut it down. It's easy to cut, easy to straighten up, set it in whatever size box you got. Oh, yeah. So that's why it's easier to just to make the regular sizes. He's got enough room in there that you can trim them up if you need. No need to make all the different so, sizes. You know what I love best about that mat, though, guys? <laughs> I I love the the minute cleanouts. Mm. <laughs> you know, instead of miners, mush, you're looking at ten minutes of lost production, easy. And yeah, yeah. then Minimal. even like Cogmat, it's a while to get all that stuff out of it hey, don't get me started there oh, <laughs> well, this is, okay we're we're kind of we're kind of uh we're kind of wandering off into a a, a dream mad infomercial we don't want to do that yeah. <laughs> oh well that's true <laughs> I, you know. I know dave likes it david likes it you know but, you go. <laughs> but this is about reed rigs you know well actually dream mat's been with uh with me from the very beginning david right been been helping me and supporting me and and uh he's been there with me from the very beginning when i first got started and uh i've been with dave since the very beginning too since right. he first started when he first was developing his monstrosity with sluice box <laughs> you know so yeah so uh, yeah it's, it's uh plus well, I, well, I was a beta tester i was a tester with his mats what was that I said, wherever I go, I'm taking it with me. Oh, if yeah. I go, yeah. Any, if I leave the country or whatever, I'm definitely going to have some. <laughs> show hey, off. I, a lot of places in this world that haven't got the experience, the uh, the awesomeness of Dream Mat. I, I take it even when I can put it in my carry on that pocket sluice and uh, oh, dude. pocket cloth, bam, bam. Yep. Pocket cloth, pocket sluice. You're set. Portable prospecting set right there. <laughs> you might have so, to steal a I, spoon though but <laughs> I, I i know i know something and i'm gonna give you a little hint david's got something coming out soon and i can't wait but i ain't saying what it is but i can't wait <laughs> oh yeah i hear you i hear you daniel you know what i'm talking about but this is also going to be, a, I think, is going to be another game changer, uh, you know. So we'll see. 
when I when I first got uh, got started into prospecting years ago, this was I think before even Dream Mat was was around or anybody had even heard of it yet. Um, I'd watch a lot of gold hog videos and uh, had a lot of questions and stuff and was interested. Oh, same in here. Me too. That they, that they made. Uh, I even built my own little gold cyclone. They don't even sell that no more. But I would constantly reach out to Doc and and had questions for him and stuff. Never got a response. Never never got any kind of assistance or help whatsoever. And I wasn't the only one come to find out years later, it was just that way. If you were just a small nobody and prospecting, nobody cared. But it wasn't that way with Dream Matt. David, he would, uh, he would help you. He would answer your questions. He would reply to you. And uh, so that, that kind of meant something to me. And other prospectors too, that he actually cared about, it, you know? Well, here, I'm going to tell you something and, and I'm only going to tell you because the man said it himself last week. The biggest guy that pushes gold hog, Matt, Doc doesn't even talk to him. Right. <laughs> doesn't even talk to him. He'll once in a while, but on a regular basis, no. He can't call him up and say, hey, Doc, I need this or that. No. But I bet you wow. if I called David Peterson right now, he'd talk. Talk my ear off. <laughs> yeah. I love you, David. <laughs> that, that always, you know, made me wonder. I mean, like, what's going on here? Does it, does these people not care about like helping? Well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. It's not really that important at this point. I guess know, it's not, but I've always. It, it really isn't. I mean, uh, he's. They're both running their businesses the way they want to run them, and they're going to go the way they go. I'm right. I'm sticking with Dave right now because Dave's got, in my opinion, again, we all have opinions, but in my opinion, I think he's got the product that's gonna give you your best bang for your buck. Well, is it the best out there? Yeah. yeah. Is it the best out there? In my opinion, yes. Reality, I don't know. Until you know, we but, find something or something. Well, until until something beats it, in, in my opinion, yeah. But in my opinion, also like yours, Daniel. Uh, but I do have to say, <laughs> sorry, Doc and Goldhog users. Um, his That's funny. Hat makes a good underlayment for my dream mat. Jaren uh, uh, goes. Ray called him a lot, and that might be why he doesn't answer. <laughs> called him too much. Maybe. <laughs> and we love all our Gold Hog users. Ray Russo, Mr. Lowe. Absolutely. Hey, we all, hey, we love our, our Moss and Ripple users too. You know, That's right. I, I still have Moss too. in them. I still we, use Moss. We, we love our, we, we love our uh, uh, fluid bed system. Everything has a, everything has a, a place, you and know, some, some tools work better in some situations. So, but I'll take a dream ad over most. Oh yeah. yeah. Burlap, David, David Villa loves burlap sacks. Yeah, Dude, yeah, he's yeah. used, he's real used I, I'm surprised our, our, isn't using the golden fleece. Get out there right? with the land. Our club, 
our club has a what? It's about twenty foot long wooden long time. Yeah, yeah. It's got at least indoor outdoor carpeting, and that is it. It's uh, ribbed indoor outdoor. You know, okay, like something you'd find in a king sluice. Right. You know. Uh, but it's no, it's actual indoor outdoor from Menards, dude. I bought. Yeah, but it has <laughs> little. I've seen right. it. it has little yeah, they all do. Rows. But yeah. It but that's all that we run in that. Shaggy plastic indoor outdoor. No, 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 no. Yeah, the red stuff. But that's what they that's what they run on their uh, gold rush days for their uh, common dig. They set that thing up, and everybody brings up buckets, and they wash rocks. <laughs> I I forgot to mention this earlier when we were talking about my YouTube channel. But when I reach a thousand subscribers, I'm giving away a free rig. And uh, nice. I've got it on one of my uh, my YouTube videos. The gold that I pulled out from that run that day, I've got it sitting in a gold pan above my uh, on my fireplace mantle. And I don't know, I didn't weigh it or anything, but it's over a gram gold. It yeah. might rain soon. That away and a rig to my one thousand subscriber. I'll pick randomly out of a thousand, and uh, cool. anywhere in the world, I'll mail that to them. You you hear that, everybody? So hell. Heck with the hundred, let's get them to a thousand. <laughs> and, and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make a bag of pay dirt. And I've only done one bag of pay dirt um because the guy kept begging me for it. But when I make a bag <laughs> of pay dirt, I've got a, a bucket of dredge cons that I keep under my uh my miller table. Right. And it is loaded with gold. And instead of sand or whatever. When I do my pay dirt, I use that dredge comment as my sand. Go. So I don't even know what gold's in there. So it'll be the gram plus, plus whatever gold's in those dredge comments. Right. Right. So that's how I do that. Uh, David wants to know, why aren't you giving away your nugget? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Love this thing. That's my first nugget. Can't give that away. That's your, that's your first nugget? That's cool. My first nugget. Caught in Jarberry and Ripples in a dream grade. Nice, nice. Mine, I, yeah. Wild South Carolina nugget. Beautiful. That's 20, awesome. 22 karat gold. Nice. Can't, can't beat that with the stick. For free <laughs> having a great time while you were looking for it too oh yeah i was i mean it's there were I several was sure. other out there with me and they seen me jumping up and down and hollering over my motor and and doing a uh, ninja kicks out there in the middle of the river they knew something was up <laughs> yeah yeah david that's just another rock yeah <laughs> <laughs> Some of them thought I put it in there, but that's that was. <laughs> I've still got the videos and pictures. That was that was. I, I, I you know, I know the feeling, but I can't imagine finding one that big. Yeah, in the wild like that. I mean, right, out right. In the middle of the river, surrounded by other dredges. I mean, and there's more out there and bigger ones. There's got. And to just be. to go shows how much gold prospecting and dredge mining is a game of inches yep yep and i've been out to that same spot 
you know, a foot to the left, a foot to the right. And I mean, nothing like that. Just never know. It's, it's, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine that there's a spot in a place like that where a lot of people go and dredge all the time that has never been touched. Right. And that there's nuggets that big still out there. Right. That is, no one's ever touched that before with a dredge. And the you thing know, about that the dredge, is the dredges are, are, are a game changer as far as mining goes. You know, right. oh, that's yeah. a whole different, whole, whole different thing. And so is dredge mat. Right. Well, yeah, <laughs> that too. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh. Definitely. You know, and then, and then again, and the fact that Dave, David, David went ahead and designed something that's going to work for the bigger dredges. He saw that, okay, that's what they want. That's what he's going to do. And that's what he did. And this is my prize. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever get these sails wet. I just love this thing. So <laughs> I'm gonna hang, it, hang it on my, my wall. I just love this mat. I don't, I don't want to get it dirty. <laughs> this is my favorite mat right here. Yeah, you won that one, didn't you? Yeah, I won this one. This is yeah. My nice. American flag. See, that's how that's how you know it wasn't a, a rigged winning because I didn't win it. I should have won that. <laughs> Had it been rigged, I would have won it. <laughs> I've been offered a lot of money for this match. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. That's all right. When he gets the when he gets the pattern down and perfected, he's gonna send me one. Those are those are my two prize possessions, that mat and this nugget right here. Uh, Dave says here. David David says uh he bets that nugget's probably rolled through a couple different dredges. In the past, have, yeah, uh, you know? Prospector Paul, or it's been sucked up and spit back out with the recovery that couldn't recover it. Yeah, that's, a, that's true too. Someone blaring their dredge full blast. <sighs> right. That's the thing about them jet dredges, man. This, uh, I love a crash box. I, I like I'm it. with you there. I prefer a crash box <laughs> over a jet flare. <laughs> But when you put them Jarbarian ripples in there, that's just like the best thing you can do to a jet dredge. It just puts the brakes on that material. It does three things. It slows the material down, it classifies it, and it causes an underflow right there when it comes. Because if you look down on my set of Jarbarian ripples, I don't know that some of them are built a little different. That first one where it comes out of the jet flare is taller than the rest of them. So when that material and that water is coming through there, it just hits that. And then it goes through the series of other ones, but that, that first one is taller. I think maybe three quarters of an inch or so, maybe an inch taller than the rest of the uh, the ripples on there. And they are nugget grabbers, they are. I just love them. Nugget grabbers. And I love that dredge mat because before I would, I would have like two or three gallons of uh, concentrate from running that dredge. Now it's one pan. Right. That, Right. Box on, the, on that dredge is 16 by four foot and everything will fit in the one pan dredging all day and i know what i've got it's right there and we've ran right beside other setups standard setups hog mats and 
when everything's said and done, the gold is like neck and neck equal from Dream Matt to the other catches. So that's saying a lot. Really is an efficient way to mine or drink. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, you're able to move a lot of uh, material and not have to clean up as often. Right. I've got something else coming up here real soon, too. I've got two heaters that I'm getting ready to <laughs> getting ready to put one on my four, uh, keen four-inch dredge, my dream dredge. And uh, the heaters were built by Pete Bassett. He goes to Alaska and does some dredging out there and stuff. And uh, I, once I get the heater set up and everything, I'll be going live out there on the river and uh, be testing that out. It'll be re uh, real soon. I don't think this weekend, but possibly next weekend. That's something that will be kind of interesting. I'll be uh, be demonstrating his heaters and uh, trying to support him because he's uh, just a, a, a small time, just like me, uh, just trying to trying to build some heaters and, and uh, sell a few heaters to help support his uh, Alaska mining season. And uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different heating systems what what's his system i can actually uh get one of the heaters and show it to you i think i have right one cool give me a second i'll be right back i'm gonna go grab only a second only a second. <laughs> Listen to the flush of the toilet. <laughs> oh, I remember that show. That was funny. So, that, that was the night we lost power right before the show. And I had right. extension cords stretching from my neighbor's generator. Well, their house, they have a home generator. So, right. So, David, David says, David Peterson says, the gyrene rip. Jarvine Ripple is so advanced, it's like having a gold Jake break. You know what a Jake break is on a yeah, truck? Yeah. It releases the pressure from the pistons. It's like a now, break. the one that I'm putting on my dredge has a removable top. That's the new one that I'm testing. This you one know. actually right here is a uh, built for a keen four inch dredge or a honda a gx 200 and uh this one has been uh not used it's new but this this design right here has been to alaska and has uh put them through a mining season up there already so it's proven so it's using the exhaust yeah, it hooks to the exhaust and uh, right. the water from your Apricot. okay, All right, goes into here and then it has coils in here and it heats up right. and then it comes out and you have about twenty to twenty five foot of a uh, hose that goes into your wetsuit and it heats you while you're dredging. So that's something new that that I'll be doing and experimenting with and and looks uh, pretty compact, huh? Because it looks so, pretty compact. I've yes, seen some. Yes. I've seen some uh, heaters out there that uh, look like hot water tanks. So <laughs> he calls them uh, the Peter heater, is what he calls them. My other one's Peter got heater. A Peter heater, because his name's Pete Bassett. So he calls okay. Him Peter. Gotcha. That's what it's, I figured. It's not for keeping your Peter warm. Well, yeah, that's no. <laughs> I, I uh, guess, depending <laughs> where you stick the hose. 
Yeah. <laughs> Avoid shrinkage. <laughs> oh boy. But we like helping out uh people. Right, like Relic really, Hunter. Yes, it does work off exhaust. That's that's because exhaust is hot and David wants a Peter here. <laughs> David's over here messing with me. <laughs> Hello, Joey Brown. Joey Brown, good to see you. Welcome. That's an old name. David wants to know. Did I say did I say hi to Otis tonight? Hello, Otis, if I didn't. And two toes is probably lurking. And uh maybe Todd's probably lurking. No Jeff was lurking. I'm sure yeah, Patrick that's... Moore's lurking. Oh yeah, I forgot about Patrick Moore's lurking. Now, now, now I can just see him right now stomping his feet. Who are gonna go respond? <laughs> <laughs> when I uh when I go test that heater out, I'll I'll do a uh wintertime dredge camp. I don't expect there to be near as many people that want to come out there to a freezing river. Of course, well, I, I bet, yeah, I know <laughs> some more have to count me out. that are more frozen than that one. Well, yeah, definitely, but it's still cold. <laughs> Not many dredgers go out in these conditions. You know, you have to have heat. I tried it without it. I won't do it again. It's just unbearable. But no, you're I, right. My, my, my fingers freeze up right away outside in the cold, so no. Oh, man, it's terrible. It's, whew. And and, and our, our rivers and winters aren't near as bad as y'all. I know that, but it's still too cold to be out there. In a river. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's not a pleasant experience, but I am fixing to go out there and and activate a heater on the dredge, and I'll make an announcement in southeastern dredge testers and invite whoever wants to come. They can come out to this spot, and you know it'll be definitely be limited. The heater is on dredge. Well, I know a couple of females that would take you up on that. Believe it or not. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carrie. Carrie. And Carrie Tucker. Uh, Carrie Tucker. Um, Kathleen Biffle. Right. Uh, Maybe even. Kathleen uh, Biffle waiting flooding water and freezing rain before in Indiana. I wouldn't put nothing past that buffalo. No, she's gone out in the wintertime. They broke ice and dredged. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this ain't that. Detecting. What's up? Wow. What? Yeah, me? No. <laughs> that right now. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Usually during the winter, all I do is a lot of high banking and rig running. I'll run in a the gold mines and the smaller creeks and stuff. Um, it's just, you know, just a better way to do it. It's no bugs, no snakes, usually a little bit more water in some of them smaller right. creeks. And in right. the summer, mostly dredge. I stay in the river when it's hot. But uh, we're going to test out the heater and see how that does. Wait, what? That's a true story? Wait a minute. Um, go ahead, guys. Uh, what's up, Vendetta? I see Vendetta's in the house. Yeah. Down East Detecting and yes, Bob's in the house. Good to see you. I 
Did I see a Miss Laurel in here also? Oh, I don't know. I saw Vicky and Ryan here earlier. Yeah. Like I mentioned, they got hit pretty hard. They got hit pretty hard up there in Maine. It's coming there, again. There Nor'easter. So, there, how about a little funny new? Well, I don't know what's funny. New Jersey Groundhog passed away before it could give the customary spring report. <laughs> That's not, not good. <laughs> the Groundhog died before That's Groundhog. Not, day. Oh, That's not good crap. at all. Crap. It just popped up on my phone. I go, what? <laughs> I, I had actually heard about it earlier, but I thought it was a joke. <laughs> Uh, Jim, yes, we're sitting here waiting for our snow turn, too. Yeah, yeah. I say it's coming. It's coming. Rain, sleet, ice, and snow. With, with gusting winds. You must be outside or something. Yeah, I'm leaving the gold room and going inside. It's starting to get cold <laughs> oh. out there. I don't have heat in it. Oh. I'm going inside by the, by the wood stove. There you get warmed go. It up. Get comfortable. Yeah. Talking about heaters got them colder out there. Yeah. I'm probably going <laughs> to freeze the butt off out there. That'll be uh, but, hilarious. But you're going to get down to, what, 40 degrees for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Miami was, or I mean. Damn, it's warm here. I don't wear a coat in the 40s. A lot of Florida was in the 30s this morning. We're at 45 so. degrees here right now. Yeah, I have 46. I'm warmer than you. It's raining now. Is it raining out there? I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah uh, people are freaking out. People are freaking out right now. All the stores, they got nothing. Bread, milk, 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 and eggs. I'll have French toast. Nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing. <laughs> Although I have to admit, French toast sounds really good. <laughs> I, I agree. It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> She's froze. Oh, yep, froze up. There she's yep. back. Oh, there she is. Hey, Hello, little star. How are you? Hi. We're talking to you, Pete. <laughs> Give Daddy back his coin. I was putting up my nugget, and she got my Alaska uh, silver coin that I got when I was up there. Oh, well, you went up to Alaska? Yeah, I went up to Alaska. Oh, that's right. I remember. Yeah, actually, I remember you were up there, weren't you? Yeah, I went up there with uh, Ronnie James. Right. Yeah, did Ronnie some, uh, James Dio, Ronnie no. James Dio dredges. <laughs> the last in line. <laughs> Beautiful up there. I highly recommend it. If you haven't ever been to Alaska, then uh, one day, I, one day, I I, I stopped in uh, uh, Fairbanks on my way to Vietnam, so I flew over it, and landed, and then left. Uh, but I get to see it. The mountains are beautiful, though. 
Fair or flown yeah. over it. It is awesome. It's just unbelievable when you fly over it. So you're down on it, through it. Definitely going back. Well, I know I should have went prepared. when my daughter lived in Anchorage. <laughs> but I I know a lot of people up in AK and would love to visit some and do shovels or dredge some dirt in a few locations up there. One day, I hope I get up there. It'll be raining out there. Going to the radar. Any questions in the chat room? What I'm looking for. I'm looking too. I've got it on my other phone. Uh, who's got questions? <laughs> Otis Ferris. Dio doesn't dig anymore, but I bet we could dig him up. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Nathan Haggard just messaged me and said he couldn't find the live chat. My, my, I've got a young young guy. He's in his early 20s. I've been teaching how to mine and stuff. Oh, uh, you might have to look for something that says view live chat to the side of the video player. I should be able to send him this link right here. Let's see. Figure out how to do that. Well, if he's watching the video and can't see the live chat. Great. You say he's a young guy? Yeah, he's he's uh, in his early twenties. Well, I guess that's young. <laughs> he's younger than me. me. I'm 40, 42. I guess that's young to you, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he's saying you're old. Sure, yeah, well, I'm not young. Sure, I'm forty two. Well, if I if I say that I'm old, then the chat room goes, Jesse's so old. His first portrait is out of uh, in a cave. I've got a few gray hairs in my beard. That's... <laughs> Let me see if I can figure out how to. Okay. Any... David says he. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> old, you're fermenting. <laughs> so, yeah, I see it. I, could, I, I was just waiting for David to come up with something. Uh, David Villa never fails. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have one. a question. Why doesn't he rebrand his channel to Reed's Rigs? I think that could help people that hear the name somewhere, but don't have a link. Uh, that'd be a good idea instead of Daniel Reed. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Thank you. Yes, I am older than dirt. Yeah, I'll have I'm to do that. Age. That would make sense. Well, how Relic Hunter says I'm using his lives now. <laughs> I hear you, Johnny's. <laughs> Tonight, have you developed everything you uh, you were hoping to, or more than you wanted to, or is this taking off bigger than what you were expecting with your rigs? 
Uh, no, I ex I expected them to do really well because when I first was introduced to the concept of the of the rigs, I knew when I first seen them that it was something revolutionary. I knew it was something that that um, would help a lot of miners, and it, it was something different, and it was something better. Um, because there were several things about it that were uh, advantages. You could run them anywhere. They saved your back. Uh, the, the, the gold catch rate was phenomenal. That they, they were lightweight and portable. And they were just different. Something something that there wasn't anything else out there like. Right. It seemed like, you know, when, uh, like we were talking earlier, that video I sent you of the bucket. Right. We, we liked most of it, but there was a couple things in it that we didn't like. And that was actually what I didn't like about it was the uh, the uh, gold trap inside of there. It just it seemed wrong. Mm -hmm. It you know it just it seemed wrong. So we wound up actually just using it as a uh, a header box with a classifier already in it. You know. Uh, so if you ever watch that video, you'll see what we're talking about. And then hooked a dream mat to it, exhaust hose on it. And, and I, you know, it took me a while to really realize um, after I started using the rigs and we're developing, developing them and stuff and testing, testing different things out on them, how, how good they were. I, I would try little bankers and, and, and try different setups with the sluice boxes and stuff. And, and I would always go back to the rigs because I, I kept finding myself, I don't like to be limited when I'm mining gold. The, the sometimes, right. well, it's well, like, sometimes it's there sometimes it's in deep water sometimes it's in shallow water and it seemed like with the rig i could go anywhere anytime in just about any condition and mine that gold and come out on top and and uh and and do production and 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 run cons if i needed to the rigs are awesome con runners i mean you can they they can do like mm -hmm. a gold cube or whatever they're just like the most versatile portable piece of mining equipment that's on the market today nothing they can do the job of several different pieces of equipment and go places and do things that nothing else can and that's just what makes them awesome and 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 it's starting to be noticed and it's starting to come out in the mining community now because those hundred and something rigs that are out there there's probably about 50 or 60 people actually actually out there actively using them and realizing hey these things are freaking cool and they work awesome and they're making videos and starting to share them and it's starting to grow and it's people are starting to realize that hey there's this these things are you know everything that they're cracked up to be so i think uh, i think that valve system in there if you take a look at that valve system that might be something that you might be interested in checking out how that operates on that that'll i think that'll that will improve your uh, your vortex in that bucket. I know it does really well. But just check out that valve system on that bucket that we have. I just think it's something you might. I just think it's something you might be interested in. To uh, always thinking and always. Uh coming up with ideas and improving uh trying to improve on things and stuff 
Right. You always so, have to have an open mind to uh, don't you, Dan? Right. Yeah, most definitely. Especially without an open mind, guys. we'd all be without an open mind, we'd all be driving on square wheels. <laughs> right. And that, that's another thing that makes the rig so awesome is it's it wasn't just me. It's it's a combination of of several right, great minds. Right. That's all what you were saying. Bits it's, and pieces and ideas into the rigs. We've all helped each other to build them and make them what they are. It's like the that new little rig. I did a did a post in my group uh getting the uh the members of the group to help build it and help name it. Because I like other people to be involved. It's not all about just me. It's about all of us together, you know, working together and, and developing our own products made by us for us, you know. It doesn't have to be these big name companies. It could be us coming together, building things and having ideas. Well, you know, these big names, these big name companies started somewhere too. You right. know, you know, like Dave saying, and what I said er what I said earlier to you uh, about your rig was that it gives your material enough time to get separated and broke down into its smaller pieces, so that you you do have the ability to capture all that small gold. You know, so your rig with that, your rig with that, uh, with that uh, wash system really makes a big difference on that. And, and that's what I see there, you know. A lot of, a lot of people think like with the beach gold or with, with a lot of fine gold that you have to have a wide sluice box. Well, you don't. I'm here to tell you that. You don't. Uh, the place that I ran Sunday um, was loaded with with tiny micro gold i mean it was just that's all i caught and it was a bunch of it and i had two little three inch wide sluices and that rig and i ran it all day out there hours never cleaned it out one time and put a test pan below uh those two sluices never one micro spec missed out of that not so one. yeah so like i told you i was one of the one of his uh beta tests one of his early testers on these mats and uh my test was to run a bunch of material that I knew had no gold, right? And you thought and you had no gold. Seven buckets of material that shouldn't have had any gold in there at all. <laughs> and when I ran it, I found gold Behold. in the lettering. I found gold in the cusp, but I found the lettering, uh, dream mat lettering, filled with gold. I love it when I see little gold oh. filling up the lettering and the Oh heck yeah, man. That's so cool. That's that's like the best thing of the of the uh of the mat is the fine gold that it catches and, and right up front. I mean just right up what happened to Jesse? Right. Here. Okay, you just went black and yeah, I just yeah, well, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was an eye opener for me on that on that mat being able to catch all that gold uh, and tiny stuff. I mean, just so tiny. So that I'm that right there, that right there hooked me on Dream Mat. The only problem was that that first Dream Mat I got was crap. It, it fell apart. The UV mixture oh, or whatever. When he had the wrong formula at the beginning. Yeah, yeah I, I remember. I'm still amazed to to this day, even when I go out running with those little three inch wide sluices are capable of. 
Now the big Bubba it has a bigger sluice. It has a five inch wide sluice and uh an eleven hundred pump, and it's an awesome rig. You can move more material, and it's just it's a great rig. But my favorite rig is the bucket rig. It's where all the rigs are made from. The Ninja rig they all have their advantages and stuff, but to me, right, the bucket rig is the most portable, most versatile of them all. It's it's hard to beat a good bucket. I mean, it's just it, the and I tell you what, here, here's the thing, and this is this is what's really cool about prospectors and miners and stuff. They're always thinking of new ways to be more efficient and work less, you know. And that's great. <laughs> that's the invention for you, <laughs> you know. Yep. I mean, uh, the fact that I can pull out a dream mat from the sluice box, slide it out, dump it in the bucket shake it a little bit, put it back in my box, back to work. That's good. You know, when I'm building equipment, this is, these are the things that I consider and I look at because I'm an active miner out in the field at all times. I'm looking at uh, the weight of the prospecting equipment, the, uh, the, the run time I'm going to get out of the battery, the weight of everything that I'm carrying in my backpack. Um, the the versatility of the piece of equipment the portability of the piece of equipment um there's a lot of things i think about this stuff at night when i'm laying in bed like before i go prospecting i'm thinking uh you know uh i'm gonna take this and i'm gonna take that and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that and in any of any piece of equipment that i build or that i that i uh put together for the trip or whatever um, all those things are, are thought of and the rigs, I mean, there's just, you, you just can't beat them. I mean, you can't, they're just freaking awesome. They are, <laughs> this is what they can yeah. do. The amount of material they can move for the, for as small as they are, you can take two little, little 7.5 amp, uh, deer feeder batteries out there and run probably six hours with that rig and move. I don't know three quarters of a yard of material with those little things through a three inch wide sluice and hardly miss a speck of gold. It's just a, it's just a well-balanced system. It's just, it's hard to beat. I mean, they do things that, that nothing else can out there on the market today. Nice. Amazing piece of equipment. Truly are. I can't wait to try them in the desert. I'm just itching to get out there and see what they can do out there. I'm, I'm hoping uh, that uh, at some point I can get with Paul, we come up with a, a, a dry machine for doing stuff out in the desert. I think it can be done with air. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Sound, maybe. Vibrations. Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that we can do something with air where you don't need water, uh, you know. Well, that would be, definitely be an advantage. That would be. Yeah. Something yeah, like a whistle. Good. Something like a whistle. That's Isn't another that awesome? thing that's great about prospecting. It keeps our minds sharp, keeps us thinking, you know, we're always miners, right. uh, gold miners and gold prospectors are some of the most inventive, intelligent uh, people that I've ever right. met in my life. 
because oh yeah they're always working on fiddling about with their their uh their sluices and trying to get problem solvers yeah you know why you know how can i how can i work this material this is some crazy stuff here i got so i gotta do something totally different and definitely uh, some of the most in innovating and inventive people i know and that, and i think that's one of the reasons why i like to travel around the prospect because i get to see the different types of prospecting different types of material oh um, that too always learning right oh yeah like plus, plus, but, but the, the best part is all the fun i get to have <laughs> what's the old saying uh, iron sharpens iron yeah. That's what it's like when I'm around uh, that old timers and some of the new prospectors. I've learned things from from you know from guys that have only been prospecting for a couple of years. You know, it's a, always, always learning, always growing, always learning, and it's a uh, it's awesome, man. It's that's what it's about: growing and learning. Failure teaches. That's that it does, David. Yep. Uh, GS Prospecting is going to break out his Dream Map flag on the next trip out. There you go. There you go. Mine flies proud in my shop. Or at Flash Bash, too. <laughs> at outings? Yeah. Yep, first step to learning. Yeah, yeah. What questions do you guys have for Daniel? Anything? Anything about his rig? I know you guys have seen the videos out there. I know you have questions. And if not, well, you know, then go watch his videos and post your questions in his comments. Yeah, we've got see if, a, he's, uh, see if he's one of these guys that answers you. Right. Oh, yeah, I won't bug the <laughs> crap out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I used to argue with a lot of people, but I slowed down on that. I have to be more professional now. Well, it's, it's... I don't know, or you can be like uh, someone we know. <laughs> <laughs> you mean stir the pot? But yeah, we we have a Facebook Facebook page, Reed Rigs, and uh, I, I think the website's still down. I'm not sure, but uh, it's loaded with videos about the rigs. Just putting Reed Reed's rigs on uh, Facebook. I'm putting a link to your Facebook page right now. It's in the but, chat uh, room. Any questions? Anybody can message me or message Reed Rigs, and I'll get back to you. And, I'm good about answering questions and uh, I think my cell phone number's on there. I'll answer the phone and call. Um, I don't, I don't, David, I don't know if he's got the new mat or the, the new flag. The but one I, that looks like the American flag, like your shirt. I don't have any flag. I have the I've one that a, looks like the shirt you made, Jesse, with the American flag. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, 
to classify or not, uh, uh, David Via Via wants to know about the classifications. Quarter inch. Quarter inch. It comes with uh, classifiers, and they're every big, deep classifiers. Rigs, every one of my rigs that I sell comes with everything: classifier, pump, hoses, everything but a battery. You have to buy your own battery and oh, charge no. it. It comes with everything. So there you go. You got. You say you got some replacement uh, classifiers because they wear out. Yes, uh, the bucket rig because they don't make. There's no classifier that's made for for that rig because there's nothing like it. Um, it's a bucket. Um, I put three classifiers in there. One is a thicker uh, minnow trap, and then the other two were uh, just a mesh like trash can quarter inch mesh deal and it comes with three but you can get those classifiers at a dollar store it's a dollar store trash can they're a dollar a piece they don't last forever they wear out some of the people fabricate their own uh quarter inch classifiers for them made out of a stronger material right like a punch plate or something aluminum that they get bent but yeah they each one of the rigs comes with three classifiers okay they last for a while. I mean, you might get a, a month out of one of the classifiers. So that's, you know, that's three months worth of classifiers right there. None of them, man. Stuff wears out over time. I mean, right. You know, sure. Sure. You know. All right. Good night, David. Have fun with the kiddos. Have fun with the kiddos. Tell, tell the wife I said hi. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if anybody, nobody's asked me this yet, but if anybody needs anything, like they can't find a classifier or whatever, and they need a couple sent to them, I buy them in bulk. So I've got hundreds of them. If they need a couple classifiers, then they pay the shipping and, and you know, a dollar for the classifier, I can send that to them. Um, we try to work with the customers the best that we can. Like, uh, for example, uh, we sent a ninja rig up to North Carolina and when the guy received his ninja rig, it looked he sent me pictures. It looked like they drug the the box behind the uh the the post the UPS truck. I mean, it was just destroyed. It was a horrible shape. And one of the pieces was missing the hose. So I had to yeah. I had to send him a replacement part. It wasn't anything he did, it wasn't anything we did. It was just a terrible um UPS. Just destroying. Yeah. David Via. Yes, you, you shovel right into the bucket where the screen is sitting in the bucket. Uh, you fill the bucket up, wash the rocks, toss them, and the material all drops down, swirls down. There's a vortex, so water's spinning, so it really breaks up everything uh, inside that, uh, that bucket, and then it drops down and runs across uh, Dream Mat as it comes out of the bucket, right? That's correct. Well, there's actually, that is correct, but inside of the banjo pan, there's miner's moss and a rubber mat under the miner's moss. Well, I, don't, I, I thought that was top secret. I don't know. I just, I'm just <laughs> telling you what I see. I, <laughs> I don't want to give away your secret. Yes, <laughs> I put something in the banjo. When I'm running cons, I usually take those mats out because they're not uh -huh. needed. But when you're out in the field running a lot of material through those rigs, that's uh, and I've been asked this before. Why do you put uh, miner's moss in that area when you when you're running it through Dreamat? And I'm going to explain that right now. It's a what I call a chaos area. 
dream mat is made for flow. Their right. cells spin. When you have a chaos area, like a boiler box or something like that, there's really no point in putting dream mat there because it's a chaos area. Uh, any kind of matting that grabs gold or a moss or something like that works great in spots like that. But when your water is moving and your material is moving in that steady flow to activate those cells, that's when you want your dream mat. So that's why I put the moss and that's why I use uh, that rubber matting in that banjo pan because it's a, it's a stratifying area. It's a chaos area underneath that, that bucket. And inside the bucket where the vortex is at, um, I would use the blue bowl dream mat in there if it fit, but it doesn't. But in the bubba rig, that's one of the advantages the big bubba rig has is that blue bowl dream mat. And I'm the first one to ever do this. I have took the blue bowl dream mat and you can glue it to the mat that's inside of there and use that blue bowl dream mat inside of there. And it works beautiful. When that vortex is spinning around just like a blue bowl, yeah. That dream, those cells are just chewing up the gold in there. I've got oh, yeah, you, some that would have been good. That that would have been good in uh, the bucket, Ed, underneath yeah. that that jet flare. We we underneath should try jet. it. We should. Yeah, try we it. might have to do that. I mean, we'll trim it down. Hell, <laughs> I love that that uh that blue bowl dream mat. I love vortexes. I'm I'm crazy about a vortex. Just, I hear you. Just, just I think vortexes are awesome gold capturing. Uh, well, you know that's that, and that was a funny thing. That was one of the first things that 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 uh, flashed with me when I first started looking at dream mat. Was, you know, all the 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 guys that are teaching, prospecting, and telling you how to look at creeks and rivers and when to look at them. They all talk about go when it's flooded. Look for the vortexes. Gold's gonna drop out there. When it drops down, go there and dig. So why would that make sense in a mat? You know? It does. It does. Why would that make sense in a mat? Oh, Dave already left. Dang. I was gonna ask him about something. <laughs> that do you realize that the his system? I'll I'll talk to him first before I it's all based on vortexes. The whole rig is a vortex. Yeah, yeah. Hundreds of little vortexes inside yeah. of a big. Do you realize? Do you realize that uh, uh, Tesla actually invented a way to valve down water using what Dave uses? This vortex system, mm. hydrocyclone. Type uh, type in uh, on YouTube when you get a chance. Um, Tesla valve. Let's see what I'm talking about. So now, Dave. <laughs> uh, sure, say it when he's gone. Say it too. Oh, I, 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 I text him right damn now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably doing it right now in the Dream Map beta testers chat. No, uh, he's not. You know, he's really with his family right now. <laughs> right. I just wanted to have the a conversation. Well, yeah, check out that. That's pretty cool. Now, it, make, it helps you understand the dream man a little more. Yeah, that's you know? 
weapons. That's some that's some cool stuff, man. Tinker. Especially when you control them up. Yeah. That's that's another thing about the uh, Bubba rig, and I should start including this with them. But uh, that's uh, there's things that they can do. The people that have bought the Bubba rigs to upgrade them. One thing is a speed controller. Um, Rob actually gave me one to try on on the Bubba rig, and it it is awesome. I love it because you can control that that vortex and fine tune it uh, with that. With that dream mat blue bowl mat in there, it's just crazy what you can do with that speed yeah. control. It is so cool. And now the the it works good with the ninja rig too, with that rig. But the bucket rig you really don't need. You just run that thing wide open. Um, the ninja rig with that big seventeen inch pro line pan on there, it enables you to put large rocks and set them on there. Say you're out mining somewhere and you got a you got a really large rock and you pick it up out of the creek and it's got clay and stuff all stuck to it. You can set it inside of that pan and uh, clean all that material off of that rock and clean it off real good. And that, that ninja rig acts like a blue bowl spinning around so you can see your gold instant. So that's something a little different that it does and the other two rigs don't do. Also, it comes with a cork where you can put into the hole and uh, you can pan right into it. It's like your own personal panning station. You clean the rig out into itself, pan right there. Say you got a bad back or something, you've got your own right. personal panning station anywhere you want where you don't have to bend over to pan. You can go over here and test pan, go over there and test pan, and put your little cork right there in your, in your pro-line pan on that rig and leave it swirling around. Leave it swirling around, and it'll pull that material right off the gold pan like an auto panning. There's so many things you can do. Each one of the rigs has their like own little special abilities. Right. So they're based on the same principle of Vortex with Dream Mat and all that, but they do a little bit, you know, a, a few different things, each one of them. Little special things. Mm -hmm. They're really cool rigs. Most people that have uh, tried them or whatever, they just they fall in love with them. It turns out to be one of their most favorite pieces of prospecting equipment once they use them. What the hell's going on here? My screen just went black. You can still hear me, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that ain't good. What the heck? My computer's going crazy here. What's going on? Okay. I think <laughs> for now. <laughs> Any more questions? All right. Let's see him, Mike. Mike GS prospecting. Gold squad out. Yep. So, you know, I don't think anyone here is trying to tell anybody to change their rigs over to, you know, dream matters like that. Um, that's your own preference. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, because there, if you're into if you're into selling pay dirts and you want to use your cons and stuff, you definitely you definitely don't want to use dream mat. You don't have enough cons, you know, so you would want to use 
moss and ripples and expanded metal and get all that extra material. Since you were selling pay dirt, I guess, yeah. Yeah, right. It's hard to collect concentrates with with the dream mat. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not I don't sell pay dirt and I don't mind for cons. Right, neither do I. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. I don't even, I've sold one I mean, bag of pay dirt. That's I mean, if you're selling, like I said, if you're selling pay dirt, then yeah, you would want to use. I mean, personally, I would use both. <laughs> I, so I caught all the gold too, but yeah, I uh, I want to use moss and stuff. But like I said, we're not looking for pay dirt. We're not looking uh, for cons. I just want gold. Less cons, the better. Yes. Right. Uh, Daniel David Villa wants to say good guess, informative and well spoken. Tell him thank you for his time, Ed. Thank you for your time, David. Yes. I mean Daniel. Oh, <laughs> for well, David, David too. and us. And yes, David, David, thank too. you for your time, David. And all of that goes for all of you. Buenos nachos. Biocondias. <laughs> and all my, if there's anybody that's Chinese listening, Nihao, uh, Nihin Bang Mali. And uh let's see. I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to learn Chinese. Uh yeah, why is that? Because I plan on going to China. Oh. Ah, well, that's right. You said you were you were wanting to go to China. Always trying to grow and learn. I'm trying to yeah. expand my vocabulary, learn different well, so, languages and stuff. Right on. I was I was uh, I went I was in Vietnam, and now yes. I find out there was a lot of gold in Vietnam. I didn't even know about it. There's a lot of gold over there, and we're miners, and you know, just yeah. because uh, I would love to go over there and try my hand and and, and take some dream mat over there and and uh you know expand and and learn and grow and. Right. Mine in different places where a lot of us haven't ever even thought about mining. You know, I think that would be cool. That would be an awesome adventure. It would. Thinking outside the box, trying to. Excellent. Yeah, I wouldn't mind becoming bilingual and pig Latin don't count, so. Did you say by gringo? By gringo, <laughs> bilingo, not by oh, bilingo. Oh, by not by gringo. Oh, bilingual. No, my wife by gringo. Gringo. I I think uh I just I just shared not long ago there was a uh, link. Uh, one of the largest uh gold mines in the world is in uh. New Guinea. It's a mountain of gold. And it yeah. I think it was discovered in the late 70s. Oh, yeah. uh, I shared the link on Southeastern Dredge Testers and, and a few other sites too. But that's over in uh, Papua New uh in between Australia and Asia. It's one of the largest gold mines in the world. It's over there. It's a whole mountain of uh copper and gold. Darren, so there is a lot of gold over there. 
what, Darren? <laughs> uh, he's turning Japanese or Chinese. That's Chinese, not Japanese. <laughs> I, 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 Judy watches a lot of Asian movies, and I'm learning the difference between their their characters on the subtitles. So that's a, that's a that's really a good that's really a good question here from bigologists. If I'm thinking what what they're asking, uh, can you prospect there? I know you want to, and you and oh, you love to go there. I'm gonna try. I mean, I'm gonna can try. You, I mean, what? Uh, you know, it, it, China is China. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a challenge. It's a and right. uh, I love a challenge. When somebody tells me no, you can't do something, or that's not possible, or or you're not going to make it, or whatever, that just you know pushes me on to try hard. I like to try to do things that other people wouldn't think of doing, or wouldn't try to do, or think is impossible. Well, let's um, let's go ahead. I think in today's world with everything that's going on with the coronavirus and with uh, all the hate and all the separation and all the, just all the crap, I think something major needs to happen. I think something remarkable needs to happen. I think that something wonderful needs to happen. And even if it's just something like that, you know, something like, some Chinese miners and American miners getting together and going out mining some gold, testing each other's equipment out, just getting together and saying the hell with all this, this BS. Let's just get along and enjoy something. Enjoy life and enjoy what God put on this earth and the heck with what all they say. Let the haters hate and let's have some peace. That's what I want. Well, I'm, I'm sure we all want that. <laughs> yep. And if we can just have a little piece of it, that would be nice. Because I'm just yeah. sick of it. You know, I'm sick of the people judging and the people hating and all the negative talk and all that. I, I look at it like this. I don't care who you are or where you're from. If you treat me right and you're honest with me, then then I'll give you a fair shake at being my friend. And uh, if your word is bond, then that's good enough for me. I don't care who you are, what color you are, or where you're from. If you treat me right and treat me with respect, and then I'll do the same to you. And uh, that's, I think that's how it should be. I mean. Heavy metals detective says no gold in China or Utah. Gigi <laughs> <laughs> Ping will have your hands cut off. Uh, digologist, me and some Chinese chicks getting together. Mm. <laughs> well, he's dig, uh, what do you say before that uh, point me to a gold mountain and I'll, I'll try to prospect or metal detect the hell out of it Jason Gambi good to see you Jason thank you for the super chat That's why they come here to mine. Oh, six dollars. Oh, that's uh, that no, that Canadian. Yeah. Okay. Or even if you make a mistake, 
to be responsible about it shows a lot. Now, Mr. Lodak saying, <laughs> subscribe to Daniel and maybe Russian. <laughs> Something like that, huh? Yeah, here I'll find out in the uh, in a second. <laughs> I, I just think there's a lot, of, a lot of cool people out there all over the world, you know, and uh, just miners, just like us, they may speak a different language and maybe look at things a little different, but we can all learn from them and they can learn from us. And well, you know. Uh, all all as well, except you got to deal with, you know, the government. The politics. Fortunately, politics, that always falls into this crap. So, yeah, yeah. They, they'll let you and they'll feed you to death and then they'll be New York with it and say, thank you for finding me all that gold. Yep. Save it for the queen. All right, it'd be cool to go there and see it. I know they do a lot of illegal bucket line dredging in uh, China. Well, you never know unless you try. That's right. That's right. But it'd be a great trip. Things, at least I can say, I tried. Right. Great trip. Mr. Mr. Lolak said he said, no gold in America. He said, no gold in America in Russia. Yeah, American doesn't have tons of gold in Russia. <laughs> I'd like to go there, too. I mean. Oh, yeah. I, I'd like to mine platinum in Siberia and gold, too. Gold's everywhere, even in Utah, you Utah guys. <laughs> lying to us like that. Honest wants to know if you said that Chad from Deep Woods has a bucket rig. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. He, uh, he's built several himself, and uh, I think he's running one that uh, yeah, we were both tra trained by Rob down in uh, down in uh, the lower part of South Carolina. We were both Rob's our uh, our mentor and our teacher. We both. Uh, were trained on the bucket rigs years ago. We mm -hmm. mined together a lot, and yeah, you you can find a lot of other content creators in the prospecting finger um, using uh, the rigs, the reeds rigs. Yeah, Jason. Uh, Jason Combs says. I have a ninja rig and keep it in on my pontoon boat to run materials on beaches. Yep. So he's got yep. one of your rigs. Good night, Wayne. You have a good night. Good night, See you Wayne next week. Peterson. First one in Canada. Yep. Well, we're missing Gypsy's show tonight, too, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Uh, it's beyond it's, Oak Island. I don't have cable, so I can't watch it. Yeah, same here. Uh, they found wood, did they? No, they're. It's about Reed's mine or uh, Josephine right. mine in Utah. Right. They've uh, actually. Terry Carter, actually, yeah. Terry Carter is going to be on it. Yeah. Uh, Terry Carter and uh, and uh, Gypsy. Gypsy Rose. 
They're talking about the Josephine mine there. They where somebody found Roman gold coins in that right. mine they're oh, talking wow. about. So they're saying it's could be older treasure than Spanish. So and because you're out here tonight and we're out here tonight, you'll have to watch the rerun on, on the history channel. But I will. I can watch it online for free. Uh, right. And yes, we're a little bit into overtime. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate you coming on, Daniel. Yes, sir. Anytime. Uh, it was fun. You get to learn a little bit more about the rig. Yes, sir. Well, Definitely. Did you, uh, how did your subscription drive go tonight? Let's see. Uh, refresh it uh, 89 subscribers didn't quite get it to 100 sorry about that i'm not dependent on my on that to survive oh <laughs> i hear you that's that, good that's, <laughs> that's like trying to do that's like trying to depend on gold mining to survive no nah, it's not gonna happen <laughs> i know better i learned that <laughs> <laughs> It's all in good fun. I mean, we're just all yeah, learning and growing, having yeah. a good time. And, and you know, uh, it's like it's like David Peterson says, hey, if you're not having a good time, you know, you're doing something wrong, right? Right. Every right. day, every day your your feet hit the ground is a good day. And every day you learn something and grow. And it's just uh it's a blessing. It really is. Otto uh, says, great guest. Thank you, Daniel. And yes, thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Toledo, Jess, and Dano. Um, and thank you, all of you out there. We appreciate you hanging out with us every Tuesday yeah. night. Uh, next week, we have Andy from Lost Boys Recovery. Cool. He was in here earlier tonight. Should be a really good show. Um, all of you, buckle down, batten down your hatches. If you're in the path of this snow blizzard apocalypse or whatever the heck they're calling Don't let it. let the lightnings get you. Uh, keep water, have full gas tank, and carry kitty litter and a shovel be prepared always be prepared better yep. safe than and sorry. if you don't have and if you don't have to go out there if you don't have to go to work don't, don't have to go to the hospital stay home don't just stay home yep. stay home you don't have to be out stay home be safe that's and, right that's right until next time may you always have a flash in your pan and you know what he's going to say next. That's right, because it does happen. Ask Ohio Relic Hunter, Otis, Patrick Moore, who finally shows up, Heavy yep. Meadow Detective, JP. It does happen. Negologist, thank you for showing up tonight, JP. GoPro Unlimited. See ya. Yeah. It uh, does happen, JP. Maybe one day do. We'll see you on the river. Good night, everybody. God bless. Until next week. everybody. Bye.
Oh, I'll be having an auction this coming Saturday with the voice, Mr. Lodak. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. LBPA for life. Yeah. Good night, heavy metal. Good night, me miners. Thanks for dropping by. Thank you again, the world's greatest moderator, Mr. Lodak. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the super chat. Patrick, Patrick Moore, Patrick. I don't know if I'll have any more gifts, Jim. We'll see. Good night, everybody. Good Great seeing you, Jim. Great seeing all of you. Thank you, these folks. World's greatest moderator. Thank you, sir. GPU. Mountaineer Mike. Woo-wee. Not all. Good night, Jim. Later.